It is rivalry week, but it's much more than that. It comes down to this for several teams in the college football playoff picture, most notably the Big Ten unbeaten Ohio State and Michigan. In the game, the biggest of them all, the biggest rivalry of them all, it is to this date the biggest game of the year. We've got a lot of predictions. We're going to opine on the biggest games of the year that result in the biggest games of the weekend. We'll talk about that game. We'll talk about Florida and Florida State, the trip to Gainesville for the Seminoles, Oregon's home showdown with Oregon State, South Carolina fighting for its sixth win and second straight victory against Clemson. Alabama will try to avoid a massive loss in the Iron Bowl, unlikely as it may be. It is rivalry week. And we're here to break it down for you on this edition of the Landry Football Podcast, part of the Landry Football Podcast Network, which you can get by subscribing, liking, and sharing the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. A reminder, though, you can get even more detailed breakdowns of the game of football, college football, NFL, all the games, all the teams, all the players, all the coaches, all the schemes. We got it covered for you. 12 months a year. And that's why we've got a special holiday saving special over at LandryFootball.com, which you can get that'll give you or someone, a loved one in your family, the gift of football 12 months a year. Yeah, we'll break down the remaining games in college football in the NFL for you, but we'll also keep you up to date and break down all the coaching searches. Transfer portal, recruiting, free agency, draft. We got it covered for you at LandryFootball.com. Join us today. If you like football, you're going to love LandryFootball.com. <clears throat> Let's get into the games. Let's start with the Thanksgiving night egg ball. As you wonder if this is going to be one of the last, if not the last games, as Texas is coming into the SEC and the hope is that Texas, Texas A&M will, will renew their Thanksgiving Day slot. Will Ole Miss and Mississippi State still have the egg ball uh, on Thanksgiving? History tells us these games are going to be close. Ole Miss is 11.5-point favorite, 5 of the last six eggs bowls have been decided by 10 points or less. Doesn't matter how good or how bad one of these two teams are. The rivalry tends to close the gap. I also think Mississippi State is a little tad undervalued with Will Rogers healthy and under center. Ole Miss is better. But the rivalry juices and the crowd in Starkville, Starkville keeps this close enough. Should be a good one. North Carolina is a two-and-a-half-point favorite at North Carolina State. Can a great offense overcome an elite defense? That's the question with Drake May. Possibly playing his last college game. Likely playing his last college game against the Wolfpack defense. That's allowed 14 points per game the last four weeks during a four-game winning streak. I do wonder if NC State can score enough to keep up. The Wolfpack struggle to move the ball. 108th nationally in the yards allowed per play. And against an offense like North Carolina, there's a certain point threshold you must reach. So give me the Tar Heels. Maybe um, the send-off that Caleb Williams failed to earn last week. Maybe 
Drake May gets it. I think the Tar Heels get it done here by a field goal. The Apple Cup, Washington State at Washington. Injuries have put a damper on Washington State season, but the Cougars are a bit healthier right now, and at least on offense. Um, <clears throat> and that's when, when that's the case, Washington State's going to score. That's a challenge for Washington this week. The Cougs should put up points. Can a somewhat sputtering Huskies attack get things going? I think Washington scores enough to win, but I love the cover here for the Cougars. I think it's a closer than the point spread. Clemson, seven-point favorite at South Carolina. These are two teams that have found some late-season momentum after tough starts. The Tigers have won four straight games. The Gamecocks are riding a three-game winning streak. This game, as it usually does with South Carolina will come down to whether South Carolina can give Spencer Rattler enough time in the pocket. That's a tough task against Clemson. I expect the game of Cox to be rather one-dimensional on offense. Good luck running the ball on Clemson. From there, it comes down to how long Rattler can keep them in the game. I think it's probably a 10-point game, at least in the fourth quarter, like Clemson to win on the road here. Texas Tech at Texas. It's the most important game on the schedule for Texas Tech. It's not close. This game obviously matters a lot more for Texas, too. A win clinches the Longhorns' Big 12 championship game appearance. Texas Tech is going to have to get aggressive to stay alive here, which works in the favor <clears throat> given how they go for it on fourth down. The Red Raiders rely on the run, and it's nearly impossible to run on Texas inside. But... I'd still be shocked if this wasn't closer than the 14-point margin. But the Longhorns win and head to the Big 12 championship game. Iowa's at Nebraska. Honestly, how could you not love Iowa at this point? The under is 26 and a half. Amazing. It's a proper Big 10 West value send-off. As for the matchup itself, Iowa's good value. Yes, the Huskers are playing for more with a bull berth on the line. Yes, Iowa's offense is a disaster, but it's not as if Nebraska at 106 nationally in yards per play moves the ball well. These teams play nothing but close games due to their style, so it's more than likely come down to special teams and turnovers. Iowa's special teams are elite. Nebraska ranks dead last in turnover margin. Iowa wins, of course, close, and of course, in a low-scoring game. The Civil War, Oregon State is in Eugene to play Oregon. It's a massive line for the matchup, 14 points, especially when it's possible that it could be the last Civil War for a while. Let's hope that they follow suit to what the Apple Cup did and get this game on the schedule. In fact, the last four games in this series have each been decided by 14 points or less. Plus, while Oregon has beaten the crap out of people, none of those wins have been against a team of Oregon State's caliber. The Beavers have the secondary to slow down Bonix, and they move the ball well enough to stay in the game. Don't expect a blowout, but do expect an Oregon win and a rematch against Washington in the Pac-12 championship game. Florida State is a six-and-a-half-point favorite at Florida. This game will look much different than we thought it would a week ago as both Jordan Travis and Graham Merch will miss the game due to injury, unfortunately. I'd expect both teams to rely heavily on the run. The problem 
for Florida is it ranks 123rd nationally in yards allowed per rush. The Gators also make too many special teams mistakes and rank 100th nationally in turnover margin. Florida State ranks 7th in that category. It's possible that the Gators pull the upset. They're talented enough to do so. I'm not willing to do it. I think Florida State gets it done and makes it uncomfortable for the committee, or at least for another week, as they'll have Louisville in the ACC championship game up next. Alabama's at Auburn, 14-and-a-half-point spread in this one. College football's really weird because there's a chance, a really good chance, I think, that Auburn covers this week. After being blown out by New Mexico State, you don't think that that's an indication of how this game is going to go. If you do, you don't know college football, you don't know this rivalry, and you've not been paying attention. Alabama's better right now. You can run Auburn. New Mexico State showed that, but that was more about Auburn not showing up. Oh, they'll show up this week. And the Crimson Tide's offense is built to take advantage of running the football. I struggle to envision a scenario in which Auburn's receivers, offensive line, hold up against a very good Alabama defense. I think it'll be close for a while. But I do think Alabama wins and possibly covers. Ohio State's at Michigan. The Wolverines at home are three-and-a-half-point favorite. I thought Michigan was going to win this game all year long. The last two weeks, they've given me some pause. The Wolverines' offensive tackles are vulnerable. And both Maryland and Penn State have shown you you can move the football on Michigan. Still, I like the Wolverines. They have an elite cover corner in Will Johnson to deal with Marvin Harrison Jr. They have a better quarterback. They have a better offensive and defensive line. It should be a recipe for another win in the game, but I won't lie. I don't love it. I think this game could be really close. Three-point win by Michigan wouldn't surprise me, which would mean Ohio State to cover. Wouldn't surprise me if the Buckeyes get it done, but I expect Michigan to do it. How much of the impact of Jim Harbaugh not being there? Jim Harbaugh not being there? Important factor. Will it matter? Will it be a pivotal decision in this game with him not being there? A lot to look at in the game of the year, at least into next week when the SEC championship is upon us. Hey, let's look at the key games for this weekend in college football hope as you're listening to this you had a great thanksgiving with your family enjoyed the thanksgiving day games get ready for the games today as well as all the games saturday that's going to shape the remainder of this college football season a reminder you can get more detailed breakdowns of all of these games in college football as well as all the nfl games over at landryfootball.com which is why you want to come on board and take advantage of the holiday savings special that we've got going today at LandryFootball.com. It's always great to be with you. We appreciate you joining us. Enjoy the games, and we'll break it all down for you next time here on the Landry Football Podcast Network and, of course, LandryFootball.com.